Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. Uh, Garrett and Benny are with us. Hey guys. Hi. <laughs> and of course, Ashley and I are here. Hello. And we're here to talk about the film that just last week won Best Dramatic Picture at the Golden Globes. That's 1917. So 1917 is the prequel to Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> uh, so it is a uh, World War One epic Directed by Sam Mendes, uh, essentially in, in this plot, so 1917, to put you back into uh, World War I timeline, is right near the end of the war, about a year before its ending. Uh, most of the major battles are already done. It's just the, the final breakthroughs that are about to happen. So in this plot line, uh, a, a man is who is played by Dean Charles Chapman, who played... Tom and Baratheon, one of the <laughs> lamer kings in Game of Thrones, but his brother is part of a battalion that is about to walk into a trap. And the general uh, tabs him and his friend uh, Corporal Schofield to uh, dispatch a message to them because the telecommunication lines have been cut. And they have to go through a very gruesome scene to try to deliver this message. Yeah. So... Uh... I was a little skeptical going into this movie because the only thing I've heard about the movie is that it's this great technical achievement. And I was kind of worried that that's all it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was actually pretty surprised. I think this touched me on an emotional level that I wasn't expecting. Um, while still being a technical achievement, I mean, it at least looks like it's all done in one shot. Now, I know they, they messed around with that and, you know, they sneakily managed to... Um, make it look like that, but um, it um, has some real um, emotional parts to it. I mean, there's not a lot of opportunity for character development, but what there is actually worked so that by the end of the movie, um, I really felt for these characters. Um, I'm not a big fan of war movies in general, and I was, I was worried that this was just going to be an excuse for a lot of action sequences, and I don't that's what I don't like about war movies. This one didn't do that. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, it looks really good. There's some amazing cinematography at some points. Some amazing shots at night. I really loved the um, some of the shots at night when he's in the one of the characters is in a burnt out uh, village and mm. um, there's all these shadows and it was really really I thought a remarkable scene. Um, so those are my initial thoughts. I, I actually liked it, and I don't usually like horror movies. So, so I I liked it a lot as well. I've there are a lot of war movies that I love, but there haven't been many that I can think of in recent years that that I really loved. Um, Dunkirk is the closest one, but I've never mm-hmm. had the urge to rewatch Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. And I would rewatch Dunkirk now. I, I would. <laughs> I, I just have never had the thought, maybe I should go get Dunkirk. Um, I liked a lot about this. The technical achievement that we're t- everyone's talking about is kind of the gimmicky thing that mm-hmm. it's one tracking shot the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I think it really worked most of the time. It did make you feel like you were right there. It made you feel like you were with the characters and in mm-hmm. the scenes very effectively. There were one or two things, uh, one or two spots where I felt like it was a detriment. Um and uh, I, we don't want to do any spoilers, so I'm going to try to be delicate in how I say this, but there, there was one part where I feel 
that if it hadn't have been this one tracking shot, it would have been better because it felt kind of like some people appeared out of nowhere. Mm. And it made sense. They gave us good establishing shots for how it happened. And as you're piecing the scene together, it makes sense that they were there, but when they showed up, you're like, wait, what a second? <laughs> oh, I'm confused. Um, but other than that, I thought it was great. Um, I think the acting was tremendous. Um, there wasn't, actually, I'm not sure if there was a lot of dialogue or not, thinking back, but it didn't feel like there was a lot of dialogue in the movie. But you, f- I feel like I have a very good understanding of all the characters involved at a level that plenty of movies that have an absurd amount of dialogue mm-hmm. I, you, you don't reach. I had an emotional connection to the characters. The actors did a great job. I thought the writing was great. I thought the cinematography was... It deserves all of the <laughs> compliments that it's getting. This, mm-hmm. And um, I would say the kind of one of the only other little things is I thought the, there was some special effects involving rats that oh. I thought was, <laughs> were a little wonky. I, I thought it was pretty clear to me that these were not real rats, but... Mm. Um, other than that, I, I really don't have much to complain about. That's just this tiny little thing. You want some trained rats in your next one? Yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I found this movie deeply moving, and um, it's 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 already in my top ten of, of 2019. Um, I was go- a, a little skeptical going into it, um, not for the whole thing, but just for the, the I call it the gimmick, the technical gimmick, the, mm-hmm. the tracking shot thing. Um, I ended up being fine with that. Um, it's interesting. I I don't want every movie to be done this way. No. But every now and then, it's kind of neat. I mean, it it makes you reorient yourself to. Um, it's it's almost like you have ADD and you and you just have to calm down. And what I mean by that is, you know, we are used to, particularly in modern cinema, with with so many movies having these quick edits and you know it's the way they cut things. Mm-hmm. Um, we're used to just having things, just everything shown to us, right? Mm-hmm. And in this movie, no. I mean, you're just told, no. Mm-hmm. You, you, know, you are seeing this in this way, and that is it. And it took me a little bit to get used to it. I mean, in, very, very early on, you know, when, so it, basically this movie is two guys on a mission, pretty much. And when the general is telling them about it, he says, you know, um, we've had some aerial reconnaissance, and this, and he's like, he, he brings them over to a table and shows these two guys the map mm-hmm. uh, of what you know they picked up from um, the aerial stuff, right? And we don't ever see that map. The way the camera kind of moves, it's just kind of pretty much blocked to us, so we don't really get a good look at that. Um, and I remember at that moment being, crying, I wanted to crane my neck and be like, no, or just like shout to the to the director, like cut to that, you know, <laughs> cut to that map. But then I realized, oh no, they're not doing it this way. Uh, and I um, I was okay with that. And there were a couple times where I became aware that this movie was being directed um, <laughs> because of the way the camera moved and stuff. But it didn't ultimately bother me because I was so into the story. Um, the cinematography on this is is quite good. Of course, it's by uh, Roger Deakins, who's done many movies, uh, including you know Fargo and No Country for Old Men, um, and and several other movies with the Coen Brothers. Um, and, you know, it's directed by Sam Mendes, who is a, certainly an accomplished director. So I, um, yeah, I was very moved by this. Um, I, I was very enthralled with it. I usually, at least once in a movie, have to get up and use the restroom. And I did during this movie as well. <laughs> but I, I really didn't want to get up. Like, I only had to do it because nature was really calling. Uh, this is, uh, that's how enraptured I was 
uh, by this film. Yeah, we both went at the same time and we missed the start of the real action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although this movie has several points of kind of action. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, we all seem to be talking about expectations, and so I'll just tell you, I was very excited going into this movie. Uh, I don't know, guys at the table, certainly not the listeners know, my degree's in history. Uh, As any of the rest of us millennials that studied history in college, everything was World War II. Everything. Mm -hmm. All the movies coming out. Uh, My thesis was on World War II. Uh, Everything was World War II, World War II, World War II. Uh, and it did get me thinking, even back then, was, you know, we have all these epic World War II movies. Where's the epic World War I movies? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just as brutal and bloody. And, I mean, the parallel, it, it's... Uh, so I've been craving this for a long time. And when I saw this was happening, I was very excited. And I've got to tell you guys, I was not disappointed. <laughs> I absolutely... the. I was going into it thinking that this was going to skyrocket to one of my top. <laughs> I, I'm talk me down from a cliff that I'm going to put it my number one. Uh, it's uh, it, it is a very 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 good movie. Uh, it we've already talked about the acting, the directing, the cinematography. So I'll jump into the score a little bit. I know mm-hmm. Ashley mm-hmm. said uh, the um, the emotional impact and the score definitely gives you it, it draws out some of those emotions even more uh one of the things i like the most is you know they were talking about there isn't much character development but even with that you feel for these characters and every little thing that happens you're on edge it, it gives the brutality of war the horror of war mm-hmm. uh and then even just some of the mindlessness of it with some funny stories that they tell each other to pass the time. Uh, frankly, this is might be embarrassing to admit, I didn't even know it was a technical achievement before I went in. Uh, so Did the, you notice throughout the, what so was going on? What I thought was happening, I didn't notice that it was one shot. Uh, I do. I did get the feeling of Matt a few times where I like I went to see up there, <laughs> and uh, I, I was just thinking. I thought that was just part of the unease of it because they couldn't see above the ridge, so we weren't going to see above the ridge. Mm-hmm. Up and until, that's the feeling it was supposed to give. Yeah, and so I, I, I really liked it. I, I enjoyed that part of it. Uh, I do have some issues. I won't talk about them because uh, they are spoilers. So I will just say uh, my issues are very nitpicky. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not going to dock it too much because of some things that I thought were just more convenience in telling a story. It's still an awesome story. Yeah. No, I, I'll say a couple of small things. One, I am far from a uh, fanboy of the uh, director of this one. I He has... He made... Um, certainly not the worst war movie ever. I'm not trying to, but one of my least favorite that I've ever seen, which was Hurt Locker. That was I'm correct, right? That was uh, I don't think so. I'm, I'm, I thought I, I double checked <laughs> a minute ago. I Hurt Locker was uh, wasn't that Catherine uh, Bigelow? Kate, yeah, Jane Cameron, ex-wife or wife? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hurt Locker. Oh, so, sorry, not Hurt Locker. Jarhead. Jarhead. But I was say if you yeah, didn't yeah. like Hurt Locker, what's wrong? No, with no, you? no. Sorry, Jarhead, which. My mistake. Um, but yeah, I, I was just double-checking because I, I felt like his name had been on some things I didn't like so much, and I hated that movie. I mm-hmm. thought, there, there's a line in war movies that you're trying to straddle. Um, 
if you're trying to tell a great war story normally, where there's this this line between valor and um, and the horrors of war, right? You want to make heroes seem heroic, generally. You want there to be people f- for the viewers to look up to, but you don't want it to make war seem like it's fun, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, and uh, the, the ones that hit the note between that tend to be the great war movies in a lot of people's minds, like Saving Private Ryan is a great example of hitting that note. And I think this hits it right on the head. It's, it's, you feel like these people are e- extremely valorous, especially because at multiple points they express that they don't want to be doing any of this. Everyone pretty much says it, but everyone's doing it. And that's what valor is, right? So I, I felt like that hit perfectly. Um, and then the other little thing is just a little historical note, which um, Matt actually leaned over to me in the movie and asked, there, there were a lot of, uh, there, there was a fairly diverse English military, and he asked me if... Uh, I didn't think I, there were many Sikh soldiers in the British Army. There were a couple. Okay. There were some. Mostly... The, the one was there. Mostly they were in... A, <laughs> yeah, mostly they were in a, the other theater of World War One, closer to Africa, but uh, the, there was a different war going on down there. It wasn't the British fighting there. It was actually Sikhs were fighting. Um, but anyway, point is, I don't think they would have been much in the Western Front, but... That's not the point. The point is, so there's, it, there's a fairly diverse military, yeah. and um, that is historically accurate. I'm someone that that stuff really annoys me. If you're watching something and you're like, and I love history, and I'm I am a nitpicker. So if I see like some kind of technology or clothing or something that stands out as not belonging in the period, that annoys me. So I will point out this. This is accurate. There was a uh, there was not a segregated military at this point for England or for France yeah. in World War 1 that's was, not so, that's not something i knew yeah there there was for america we had um four black regiments and um we filled them up uh with recruitment in uh, it, was, it was hilarious uh, it was like a week's time we expected it to take months filled up recruitment and then we closed off recruitment for black Americans, um, and we did not, uh, we didn't draft black Americans either. Hmm. So, yeah, I just, I just want to reiterate that I am, uh, I agree with uh, Garrett that I'm glad that World War One is getting its due, not only with this movie, but with um, They Should Not Grow Old, which yes, I think was even maybe better than I liked even better than this one. But these are both really excellent movies, and yeah, I'm glad to see them. Yeah. They Shall Not Grow Old, which we, we came out about a year ago, I feel mm-hmm. like, and, and we reviewed it here with Garrett. Um, that was good. I mean, that was certainly really good. But I really like this one. And something I was thinking about during this movie, um, particularly toward the end, but um, is I think one thing that works for me, I'll just say for me, mm-hmm. um, for this movie, is um, how it personalizes such a large-scale carnage mm-hmm. um, and I think that that's important to do um, when you're telling a story and, and movies work on a particularly emotional level so if you're going to really push people's buttons right and get them really drawn in I think you have to tell a personal story mm-hmm. uh, and and just and I'm serious a personal story don't multiply it. So what I mean by that is, so, you know, during this movie, I mean, you see lots of corpses. You know, it's, it's rough scenes where you see corpses of fallen soldiers. You see a lot of wounded soldiers. Um, and you feel bad for them, but th- there's so many of them. It's hard to, like, just kind of z- zoom in and, and get hugely attached. 
Whereas we're following, you know, these two guys on a mission, and you do get to know them more. You get through their banter and through them talking about, you know, mm-hmm. their lives and, and hearing them talk. And you get, you get more closer to them. And I think that's what works with this. And, and this may sound like a weird analogy. I'm going to make it anyway. But <laughs> it's one reason I think uh, the movie Titanic did as well as it did. Is because because I was a big Titanic buff. I used to watch all the Titanic stuff and read all about it back in, when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the movies that they made before Titanic in '97 mm-hmm. were sprawling in the fact that they had so many different characters they were focusing on. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Titanic, it pretty much ended up focusing on Jack and Rose and their love story. And so that worked for some people and it didn't for others. But I think it, it, what that did was it you know instead of like oh wow there are all these people on a ship and then it sank. You were like, oh my gosh, look at this love story. Um, and like in this movie, it's like, oh my gosh, look at these two people who are trying to survive and stuff. Even though everyone's doing that. Everyone mm-hmm. in World War One, and, and, and everyone in every war and every theater of conflict. They're all there. They're all trying to survive. They all have families. They're all mm-hmm. trying to get home. Um, but it, it just, you know, pulling, you know, pulling on people's emotions tends to work better when you personalize it. And I think that's what is a good, you know, a good thing about this movie in the dramatic sense. Yeah. All right. <laughs> with that, um, what are, grades are we getting at? I'm going to start with Garrett, see where Garrett kicks us I, off. I at. start out, I, I, I was at a 10 leaving the theater. I'll give it, let my nitpicky, it's nine and a half. All right. Uh, Ashley? Nine. Benny? You know, I think I'm going to give it a nine and a half, too. I loved it. I really don't have a lot to complain about. All right, I'm giving it a ten. Woo! So, uh, it's a nine and a half. <laughs> and you know what? It is on the tomato meter, and I'm just sitting here this whole time, and I didn't bring up the tomato meter, but it's on the tomato meter. And it's, it's like 83. Um, is it? It's Oh, it's 89. 89? Mm-hmm. Certified fresh, and a 95% audience score. Look at yeah. that. Right on the audience. Yeah. That doesn't happen often. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. You should go see this movie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.